Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is the Big Dave Podcast. It's Who Was Right on B105. You know what? You're right. Hopping into the Who Was Right last night courtroom this morning, we have Gene. Good morning, Gene. Good morning. How are you guys? We're good. And you and your husband, Cody are uh, facing a problem I bet a lot of parents have this time of the year once the kids get out of school and it has to do with child care. What's going on here? So basically we have two children and my oldest son is 14 and um, I believe that he is perfectly old enough to watch his younger siblings and you know he'll be completely fine for you know the summer. I was thinking you know hopefully we can go on a trip or something and save up a little money so I figured if we can save up with babysitters, at least we'll, you know, have enough to go on a couple of cruises and leave the kids at home. Oh, but, fine. Um, yeah. Well, hey, yo, so yeah, yeah. you don't want to be around the kids at all is what you're telling me. I'm looking forward to my summer for sure. <laughs> so your son is 14. How old is the younger sibling? His little sister's 10. Okay. So, you know, she's definitely impressionable and he's had his fair share of, you know, irresponsibilities, you know, like lighting a kitchen towel on fire on the stove by accident, but never anything, you know, too crazy. For the most part, he's a very responsible, understanding, you know, kid. Okay. So I I don't see the problem in not having a babysitter and just holding off on that extra expense and, you know, seeing seeing how it goes. Okay. And your husband, Cody, is definitely against this. He is completely against it. He thinks that the entire house will burn down if oh, we geez. leave for even like two hours. So oh. he does not want any possibility of them being alone. He wants care for at least the next two years. And I I think it's a little absurd. I mean, 14, he's a freshman in high school, you know? At that point, I was already being watched by my older siblings by, you know, 14 years old. How long are you going to be away? Is it eight-hour workday, I guess? Yeah, it's a normal full work day. It's a normal nine to five. But when it comes to child care, you're paying for two kids to be watched, not just one. It, it it adds up. It's not cheap. For sure. And he definitely acts like my 14-year-old son needs a babysitter, and he doesn't. You know, it's not like the babysitter's doing anything for him anyways. He can cook by himself. He can clean. It's you know, and he catch towels on fire. Yeah. When, when did that happen? Yeah, all right. Was that recent? Wow. It was one. It was one. We caught it. <laughs> I caught the bathroom curtains on fire once too. But, uh, what? Yeah. Well, when I discovered that mom's Aquanet was flammable over a lighter. How old were you? I was younger than fourteen. Okay. 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 I'm pretty sure. Difference in this instance. Yeah. <laughs> Gene, do you have a closing argument before we go to the jury here? My only closing argument is that 14 is definitely old enough to be a babysitter. There are plenty of babysitters at even 15 years old. So ultimately, I'm just trying to see if I'm just being a little, you know, too lazadaisical about the situation or what. Statman. Something tells me that there's a reason your husband doesn't trust this boy alone (laughs) at home And we don't know what it is, but I'll tell you at 14, 
I burnt down the neighbor's tree, stole a car, had a criminal record, and was Whoa. serving community service by that age and was not old enough to be left home alone, <laughs> let alone watch a sibling who I'd probably launch off the roof in a bottle rocket, made something or another. <laughs> I'm going to side with your husband, Team Cody, because I think there's something that's happened that we don't know about. All I was right. a lot, Stat. Yeah. I was a troubled teen. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm I'm thinking all kids are different, but if you're really believing in your kid, maybe do a half day. I'm going to go team Gene and just say, hey, you can't use the stove. Pizza rolls only in the microwave. Stay away mm. from the stove. Don't answer the door. All oh, come that. on. Pizza rolls in the microwave suck. I they're like they're soggy. Don't hate. Uh-uh. Okay. I like them. Dip all them right, in ranch and hot sauce. Oh. Team Gene. All right. Big Dave, what about you? All right. Well, I, I kind of, you alluded to something I was going to say. You know, I know a lot of young ladies at 14, they start babysitting once they're freshmen yeah, in, exactly. in high school. So, I mean, he's a boy, but um, <laughs> I, but I also kind of see what my co-host over here would, might want to start calling America's Most Wanted or something. Example uh, number uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> but, like I say, you know... Because your husband, Cody, was once a 14-year-old boy, too. But if you think he's responsible enough, I don't see why you don't try it out for a while and see. And if anything happens, there's always other options. So uh, I'm going to go with Team Gene here. So two to one, uh, we have sided with you over your husband. Oh, Perfect. That looks like I'm going to plan the cruise after all. Okay, yeah. But <laughs> real fast, uh, we're going we're gonna to email you a waiver. That we would like you to sign in case something does happen that does it absconds us of any responsibility whatsoever. Okay, and maybe find a sitter for the cruise. I don't know about overnight and all that. <laughs> all right, best of luck, Gene. Let's see oh, how that works. But seven four nine B one zero five, and also through the app, we got a lot of comments coming in. Okay, thank you guys. All right, get them coming. Line them up. More of the Big Dave podcast. B105, Big Dave Show. Who was right last night? An interesting one today. Uh, we had Gene, the mom, and Cody, the dad, at odds over to let their 14-year-old son stay home by himself this summer and watch his 10-year-old sister. And no babysitters, no child care, save a little bit of money. Uh, Cody doesn't want to do it. Gene does. And by a two-to-one margin, we sided with Gene, but that means nothing until we go to 749-B105. Chelsea from Walton is also Team Gene. Back it up for us, Chelsea. I mean, I, I think once you hit a certain age, you're responsible enough to stay home, or at least you should be. I was babysitting at the age of 12 growing up. But also, you know your child, you know their responsibility level. You have to take that into consideration as well. Yeah. Like Statman, on the other hand, whoa, as yeah. a teen. He, he was wild. He's the case-by-case -case basis uh, <laughs> just subject right there. Yeah, the lack of supervision just gave me plenty of time to get in trouble. <laughs> mm -hmm. But you're saying Team Gene, so we'll put that one down. Thank you, Chelsea. Thank you. Natalie weighed in on the B105 app. She says if the kids are going to be trusted to drive a car in a year or two, he should be able to be responsible enough to watch his 10-year-old sibling. Okay. We're right. driving around. Let's go huh. to uh, Reagan here from Mount Orb is also Team Gene. Back it up for us, Reagan. What you got? Um, my parents started leaving me home alone when I was 10 myself and with no babysitter. And by the time I was 13 or 14, I was babysitting my two younger siblings as well as neighbors' kids. So I definitely think at, even by 10 or 11, you should be able to stay home alone. But 
a 14-year-old should definitely be able to watch their younger sibling. Man, you started babysitting early. Did you save enough money to retire at 18? <laughs> uh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. All right. Well, thank you, Reagan. Appreciate you calling in. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Dia says, if my daughter was 14 and my son was 10, I'd say no problem. But the other way around, oh, we got the boys 14 and the daughters 10. So yeah, Rodney says he's Gen X. We've been raising ourselves, cooking and cleaning since age nine. <laughs> and Tracy says, I'm kind of a stat. Age is just a number. There's no right age. It's all about maturity level. Dad must have his reasons for saying no. Pretty sure he does. More of the Big Dave podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. There you go. When you hear that Barry White music, you know it's time for a Big Dave single life update here. <laughs> and the Hot Dave Summer line that uh, you guys set up is really going strong right now. Oh, my gosh, yes. The messages, they just keep pouring in. I, I tell you what, this this line just keeps on giving. It's hot itself. Yes. What is the number against that? 513-655-DATE or 655-DAVE. Which works out to be 3283. All right. So either way you do it, you're going to get in touch with it. And we have some new messages coming in from possible suitors. Oh, yeah. Let's start with Becky. Becky. All right. Hey, Dave. This is Becky. And I am also in the same boat as you, trying some dating apps. And it seems fruitless. But I listen to your radio show all the time and kind of laugh every time I think about it um it's a different age and not easy if you'd like to start talking if you want to send me a text and we can get to know each other that way bye look at that there's a nice message from becky so she doesn't like the apps you guys could do like trauma bonding yeah. You don't like them either. I'm not a fan. And I'm finding out that a lot of people are not fans yeah, of them. This is what we've heard. I you're, mean, you know. You're not alone. I yeah. think Gerilyn left a message is in the same boat with you. Oh. See what she has to say. Hi, this message is for Big Dave or um, Nacho Man. This is <laughs> Gerilyn. Um, I just wanted to let you know that I'm into guys that eat nachos. And I'm also into guys that eat nachos with Skyline Chili. Um, you can probably throw some Pringles in on that one, too. Um, you have a great day. Wow, she's checking all the boxes because I talked uh, about how I like to make a PB&J with, and put Pringles on there. between right. the, And then, of course, I in my new Skyline commercial, refer to myself as Nacho Man because the Skyline nachos are here for a limited time. Wow. Well, who knew that uh, your advertising wasn't for the nachos but for yourself? <laughs> I had no idea. That's I what am, they went off the I am the Nacho Man. And she called back. <laughs> she did. She had a little what? bit more to say. Here's, uh, yeah, uh, Geraldine again. Hi, Big Dave. This is Geraldine again. I forgot to add that I have a Sam's Club membership card, and um, I can get a good deal on some razors, um, and I can help you out with that back hair. Oh, my oh, gosh. Gross. Dude, I mean, why am I? I do sound undateable. I mean, oh, here's a big fat slob that has back hair. He likes to eat tater tots and nachos all day. And There's a lid to every garbage can, Big Dave. And she's saying, hey, I'm going to eat these nachos with you and shave your back. This could be, the, this could be it. Did you just say there's a lid to every garbage can? Yeah. Makes a lot, so I'm the garbage can. That's that right, Oscar. Six five five three two eight three. More of the Big Dave podcast. 
B105, The Big Dave Show, and Bailey Zimmerman at 611, and a happy Thursday to you. Like we said, high-low coming up one hour from now. We'll fire up a brand-new jackpot here on B105, maybe get you some money, and off into the weekend you go, and then you could make your own movie. Millions of dollars worth of cocaine fell from the sky this morning in Knoxville, Tennessee. A lot of cocaine was lost. I need you to go and get it. No, 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 don't eat that, don't eat that. <laughs> Let's see what kind of effect that has on you. A bear did cocaine. <laughs> we have such good luck in nature. Cocaine bear. Well, we knew this would happen because it made a whole bunch of money. Oh, yeah. it did. And it didn't cost much to make. Statman, what is going on now? Oh, dude, here's what's snapping. It thanks to Snappy Tomato Pizza. Well, look out, cocaine bear. Here comes Crack Coon. You've heard that right. <laughs> no. It was a raccoon that got into some drug dealer's crack stash and goes on a murderous rampage through the woods. They are literally wrapping up production as we speak. It's scheduled to end sometime at the beginning of this month. My. The movie will be distributed on digital and DVD later this year. DVD? That's uh, what I said. I are they like, on crack? I guess. <laughs> in the world? Uh, here we go. I don't know. Maybe a bear or a mountain lion? Not sure. I am telling you, it's a killer raccoon. Okay. Wow. <laughs> yes. So stupid. That is so stupid. I think raccoon might be a better name than cocaine bear. I mean, that you can't top that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, actually, they're trying to, oh, and no. we don't have to wait long because coming out on July's. Cocaine Shark has been made. Production is wrapped. It will be available to watch. Oh, here we go. We had an accident at the lab, an explosion. The remaining specimens were either destroyed in the explosion or escaped. Why, why did you have cocaine and sharks in your lab? I mean, don't you learn anything from Sharknado or something? Just like Pablo Escobar's sunken ship, like when it had so much cocaine in it that it, it um, landed in the water. I don't know. This is this is amazing. And you like we said, we called it. I mean, they were oh, going to yeah. start doing other ones. Copycats would come out. I mean, Sharknado kind of kicked it all off oh, years gosh. ago, but now it's in overdrive. And yeah. I love these low-budget movies. They're so bad to me. They're good. Mm. You'll watch these. Oh, damn. Definitely. Oh, yes. I don't know how I don't watch <laughs> oh, Raccoon. <man>. I mean... <laughs> I'll be skipping out. What's that noise in the woods? It must be a raccoon. And that's what's snapping it thanks to Snappy Tomato Pizza. My goodness. 614. <laughs> More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105. Well, she's got it all, but uh, he got the ball. As in uh, the home run ball, we're talking about Alex French, uh, a senior football player at Moeller at the Reds game last night at Great American Ballpark. Uh, him and a bunch of other football players up there at the very top of uh, right field, the last row before you're exiting the ballpark there. Ellie De La Cruz, the uh, phenom that was called up just a couple of days ago, hit his first career home run. And, uh, oh, my goodness, was it a monster. Tennis match, golf tournament silence. Anticipation to see what... Oh, goodness! <laughs> that ball had a family! <laughs> a two-run bomb! 
And that wasn't just a home run. That ball almost exited the ballpark. Yeah. One row away. Crazy. And uh, Alex French, the kid from Moeller, uh, got it. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And uh, Channel 9 caught up with him after to feel what it was like there. So we were up at the top and I didn't think it was going to come because we were at the very top. And then when I saw it like coming, I was like, oh crap, it's coming. And then that's when I put my hands out and it hit my hand. And at first I thought I caught it, then I saw it bounce away. So I started going, trying to go catch it. So yeah. What does an Ellie De La Cruz home run feel like on your bare hand? That's crazy. It hurt. It hurt a lot. Right here. That little bruise, a bruise, I think. Oh, yeah. Well, cool memory for him. And all, and it got even better for those kids from Moeller because Alex and all his friends uh, went back after the game and they gave Ellie the ball, his first Major League home That's run. Cool. He, he got a bat for it and they all took pictures with him in the locker room. Very cool moment for those kids. No doubt about that. You'll never forget it. And it's like, that's going to leave a mark. Can you imagine <laughs> catching that on your palm? Ow! Yeah, and the Reds did win last night over the Dodgers, 8-6. to six. They'll go for the sweep today. They won last night off another guy on the Reds, Will Benson, hitting his first ever Major League home run to walk off the game in the ninth. By the way, that's the first time two Reds teammates have hit their first home run of their career in a game since 1907. How exciting. I don't know if I've been this excited about Reds games in a while. Well, you and a lot of people, man. It's a lot of young guys out there with a lot of promise. So uh, they'll go at it again today, 1235 at Great American Ballpark. What kind of heroics will we see then? (laughs) We'll find out right now. Morgan Wallen on the beat. More of the Big Dave Podcast. Father's Day is now 10 days away. June 18th, and we're getting to crunch time on finding the Queen City's loudest snore in our contest. And we brought in a guy that probably saw some serious logs over there, Grover Collins from our midday host here. Grover, do you think you're a loud snore? I've been told I am. Yeah, I feel like he would be. Yeah. Poor Holly. Have you ever woke up in the middle of the night with a bruise on your... <laughs> no, but I wake up with like cotton mouth. You know how good that ice water tastes at 3 a.m. out of your Yeti. 3 a.m. <laughs> well, we've teamed up with a Big Red Appliance and Mattress in Milford there uh, for a great prize for the snore in your bed. Yeah, this is to win a Tempur-Pedic Queen mattress with base, including delivery, so you don't even have to pick it up. And all we're asking you to do is... 
tiptoe or stomp. I mean, if they are just passed out, it doesn't matter how you get to them. Record 20 seconds of video of them snoring and submit it on B105.com. We've had a couple people do so already, and they're going to give you a run for your money. Oh, yeah. Well, we've got tons of entries, and here's two brand new ones from you or for you. It is uh, Tiffany from Independence. Uh, she snuck in and recorded her <laughs> husband, Craig. <laughs> Tiffany says, I have to fall asleep before him or I can't. If I wake up in the middle of the night and can't go back to sleep because he's snoring. So let's see what old uh, Craig has here. This is him. Oh. That's an angry animal or something. Dude, out like a lion. That guy is, uh, he doesn't even seem like he takes a pause in between the snores. Craig is Snorris Rex. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And then we have another one uh, from uh, Mainville. Emily from Mainville. She got her husband, Corey, here. And uh, all we do is ask the question on the thing when you submit on your form. Tell us how disturbed your sleep is. Emily had a one-word answer. Very. With a couple of exclamation <laughs> points. Oh. That's guttural. Ooh, ah, you got to- <laughs> it's interrupting the B105. That's, that's a two-step. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a monster. Right. <laughs> so we, we want to tell you it is a crunch time here for this because you, you limited time to get in before we start whittling these down in our quest for the loudest snore. Yeah, you got to get in by Friday at 5. So there's one more sleep to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a nap or two in between. Yeah, yeah you never know. That's true. Could be. So B105.com is where you need to go. Thanks to uh, Big Red Appliance and Mattress in Milford for helping us out with that bed. More of the Big Dave Podcast. Our good vibes today are coming from Essex, England, and Albert Gibbs is there. He's 98 years old. He served in Normandy in World War II, and for a good portion of his life, he worked as a paramedic on ambulances. And Albert currently lives at the Elizabeth House Care Home in Essex and has been diagnosed with dementia. And the head nurse there, Tracy McGinnis, says that people that suffer from dementia can benefit from visual and sensory cues to stimulate and trigger their memories. And here's a shining example of it, because that's where Craig Henty comes in. Craig is a current London Ambulance Service paramedic and also the head of the historic collections for the company. And they have a perfectly running 1960s era ambulance, just like the one that Albert worked and rode in. In 1967, Morris Wadham's ambulance uniforms, just like the ones that Albert wore. And Craig, along with his paramedic colleague, Terrence Thompson, paid a visit to Albert at the home and they drove up in the ambulance and, of course, had on those 1967 uniforms. Upon spotting them, Albert perked up and said... I wore the same uniform and the same hat. (laughs) And then more memory details that they believed dementia had long since claimed began flooding out of his mouth. He pointed to their badges and said, I recognize that badge. It's from the Northeast sector where I used to work. But Craig and Terrence went the extra mile. Before the visit, they researched Albert's time as a paramedic and found thank you letters that patients Albert had transported sent in. So they had those. And while wearing one of his old hats, Albert sat in that 1960s ambulance and read the letters. 
and more detailed memories of those important jobs he did over 50 years ago began streaming out of his mouth. I have chills everywhere. I do too. Whoa. He shared with them that he delivered five babies and saved one person that fell under a train. All in all, the visit and the stories lasted for a good portion of the afternoon. And Albert's daughter, Elaine, added, My dad served in the ambulance service for many years, and that was a huge part of his life. And it was so moving to just help him relive it as he talked with and engaged with the pictures. More memories just kept coming out. I love this story. <laughs> it's crazy. It just goes to show you that while some think all is lost with a dementia patient, it might just take the right visual items to bring back a flood of detailed memories, just as it did for Albert Gibbs on that sunny afternoon in Essex, England. I love these good vibes. Thank you for all you did, Albert. God bless you, man. B. B105. More of the Big Dave Podcast. It's the Big Dave Show, Dad Joke of the Day on B105. And this morning we've got Abby. She is 11 years old and she is riding with her dad to go to his job today at Roger Bacon. He's the maintenance supervisor there. Good morning, Abby. Good morning. And you're going to give us the Dad Joke of the Day here? Yeah. All right, let's have it. How do celebrities stay cool? Ooh, I don't know. How do celebrities stay, stay cool? cool? They have so many fans. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Yes. Yeah. We wouldn't know about that because we have absolutely zero around here. Speak but for hey. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Abby, you have a wonderful day there going to work with Dad and enjoy your summer, girl. Okay. Thanks for checking out the Big Dave Podcast, B105.com.